0: Today's show is brought to you by Qualcomm. At Qualcomm, inventing comes first. The rest of the world innovates on top of Qualcomm's foundational inventions. To learn more, visit Qualcomm.com slash we invent. Recode Radio presents Recode Decode coming to you from the Vox Media Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, Executive Editor of Recode. You may know me as a political junkie, by which I mean today's politicians make me want to eat all the junk food. But in my spare time, I talk tech. You're listening to Recode Decode, a podcast about tech and media's key players, big ideas, and how they're changing the world we live in. You can find more episodes of Recode Decode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Or just visit recode.net slash podcasts for more. Today, I'm in San Francisco with Dick Costolo, the CEO of Chorus and the former CEO of Twitter. Dick has been joining me for several bonus episodes of Recode Decode this month, all of which have been gold. Uh, gold. Talk, gold. Gold. Home talk, run. Home run. Talking about comedy and we're killing it. Comedy and tech. And today in the red chair is Greg Spiridella, who I've known for a long time, the CEO and co founder of Jib Jab. Uh, a lot of our listeners may know Jib Jab uh, for creating animated viral videos in the mid 2000s, including This Land, a cartoon about the 2004 presidential race between George W. Bush and and John Kerry, remember those nice days. But especially for Children's Day, Jib Jab is best known. <laughs>
1: <laughs> remember when so experienced innocent. politicians were oh, yeah, running the country? That? Oh, that oh, was that somewhat was the good experienced old days. politicians.
0: Um, uh, it was known for the creator of the educational brand Storybots and lots of things. Greg, you've been around the block. Lots of things too. Yeah, since '99, um, so we're going to talk about humor and viral videos and where everything's going. Uh, so By welcome. The way,
1: no, it doesn't. Need, it is a red chair. It doesn't really have to be a red chair since it's a podcast.
0: Yes, but as a guest, talks, it's do you very specific. Like it? oh, I feel you. it. Yeah. yeah. I feel you're more just bad. You don't get to sit <laughs> in chair.
2: Yeah. He's yeah. just saying this is a career highlight. This is a, for a me. career highlight. You know, I chair. believe
0: Steve Jobs sat in that red chair. Just so this you know, oh, know there's so many people please. who have sat in that red chair. I think you're wrong. a guy
1: named Phil sat in that chair. No,
0: no, not everyone gets to sit in that red chair. Congratulations on the honor. Thank you, you polite young saying, He
1: could be like, like in a... Unpleasant In a, unpleasant you know, a Philly cheesesteak place. Right, okay, could, in any you case. you just, you feel better Anyway,
0: Greg, in Greg, yes. give us a little background about Jibjet. I so, I wrote about, I met you, what? Yeah,
2: years ago, maybe 1990? 10 years ago. Early, yeah. like I remember. real early. I 90s, just, it was The 90s. Uh, maybe, when yeah. When did you start your company? We started in 99, Yeah, so we like, were in dial-up days. Right, yeah. Um, and then I think we met then, and then the next time you? we met was in 2006. I did a I, crazy
0: video, one of my crazy, right, walked around with videos and Yes, exactly. You was
2: um, a GoPro, no, 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 a Flip Cam or something. Flip. I don't know. Yeah, Flip. flip cam, yeah, I remember. Right? You, I, I, the interview was arranged, and my VC was very nervous. I just got fun, and they said, "Carrots coming, carrots coming. It's gonna be really tough." And I yeah. said, uh, "Get a red how chair." How tough can it be? And you, you walked in the door, and you said. Uh, George Lucas says, you know, the internet is a wasteland. Yeah, of creativity, puppies on the highway. Puppies on the highway, yeah, and, uh, right. and and you guys are basically worthless. How do you yeah. feel about that? <laughs> I say, oh, nice to meet you nice too, to meet you my flip cam. By the know. way, by the way, how did the whole viral video thing work during <laughs> Dial Up? Was that <laughs> so? That's a good question. <laughs>
0: yeah, flash, flash, flash animation. Oh, no. All right, yeah. so talk about the beginnings of your business. Yeah,
2: so the beginnings um, it was, early. So Who was, it was very early. Who was your first So the- we we went six years without funding. So um, my background was I was an investor banking. I went to Wharton, did my MBA. My mm-hmm. brother was in art school and right. while I was doing my MBA, another spirit. Alice. Another spirit, Alice, Um I saw an internet a cartoon on the internet. My brother was really interested in making television shows. And I said, mm-hmm. why are you, you know, banging out horseshoes? You've got the Model T over here. Take a look at this. Make some animation using flash vector animation. You could make animations with uh, 300K mm-hmm. and ship them around the world on a phone wire. And so mm-hmm. he started playing with it and we started uh, kind of riffing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Then, when I graduated, I thought, you know, this is going to be this internet's going to be something. something. Someday it's going to be used for entertainment. And it took almost five years before we did this land. So people said, right. this is these jib-jab guys, overnight success. You
0: went through the fallow period. Yeah, you know, right?
2: it was, um, we were uh, we've been through every period, yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, you, <laughs> and what were you, bussing tables at that point? Yeah. <laughs> No, he's in the, the courtroom at <laughs> the <laughs> alignment. When did you get yeah, to listen. the internet? Not until,
2: <laughs> Not until
1: like 2014.
0: I, yeah, something like that. <laughs> All right. So so you did that. And yeah. then talk about the early days. So it was you were trying to get comedy, though. You yeah, were, we
2: were. it was always comedy. You put I mean,
0: heads on things. And well, you kept sending me pictures. Origi- oh, that was later. That
2: was later. So right. originally it was just about producing short form comedy and it was iteration. It was people loved politics and mm-hmm. uh, contemporary issues. And then we figured out music worked really well and everything had to be short. And then we tapped into photo collage animation as a style that my brother did mm-hmm. with uh, politicians. And that resonated really That's well. That's putting their heads. With yeah, mouth exactly. Open. Yeah, with the with the mm-hmm. chop jaw mouth, you know, yeah. which makes it look like anybody any 3-year-old could make it, but it was mm-hmm. a really just an amazing style mm-hmm. that was constrained by the limitations of the technology and uh we launched this land. So it was five years. Uh, we launched this land. We're at the point where it's like, this internet's never going to be used for entertainment. We're about to give up. But we knew that uh, election cycles were really big for mm-hmm. comedy. So we said, we're going to make one more shot at it. And we put this land online, and it was just gangbusters from mm-hmm. the moment we released right. it. It's like the
0: Dancing Baby. It was. Remember the Dancing yeah, Baby?
2: Yeah, the dan- or Frog in the Blender. Yeah. You know, it, was, it was probably. Don't you don't remember one. You don't remember that one? No. Frog in the Blender? Joe <laughs> Cartoon? No. no. Okay. I was I was a little closer to Dancing Baby. Then. Dancing baby. Okay. and
0: all your bases are belong to yeah. us all your, yeah
2: so um, yeah and then with that it was Overnight, it was just insanity. We did 80 million views back in uh, 2004. There was no YouTube. Um, we needed to string together like a global network of mirroring sites because we had a $400 a month shared server in Texas. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, I tell had, it to the kids today and yeah, they don't yeah, believe it. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was, you know, part of the problem was you had to be good at tech back then mm-hmm. to actually ship content. Um, right. But we, you know, we held it together. We were. It was it was a really surreal experience. We were, um, you know, on Jay. Len- we were a week from thinking we may have to give up the business. We were on the couch with Jay Leno, getting emails from soldiers in Saddam Hussein's palaces, telling us that the Pentagon had blocked Jib Jab because the the soldiers were flooding the networks, uh, watching the cartoon. Oh, wow! Explain what it was.
0: Explain what this land. Um, it
2: was uh, set to Woody Guthrie's "This Land Is Your Land,"
1: and yeah. it was. By about- the way, things that are funny are always better when explained.
2: <laughs> <laughs> let but me yeah, explain. So let me break, you break this
1: down. <laughs> so <laughs> in yeah. the yeah. a- I'm oh, sure it'll be real in the
2: first oh, yeah. frame. <laughs> right. In the first shot, we open on George Bush sitting at his desk. Um, it was uh, a parody. So "To This Land Is Your Land" by Woody Guthrie, and it was yeah. uh, George Bush calling uh, John Kerry a liberal wiener, and and John Kerry uh, calling George Bush a yeah, right wing nut job. And uh,
0: probably it, holds up. Does
2: it hold up? It. It still plays really well. When we go through and we show clips and we're talking about the company, it holds up really well. But yeah. you know, it was a, it was a more innocent time for <laughs> right. politics. <I> mean, <laughs> right. We thought they were childish back then. That was yeah. the whole joke. Right. Which right. I'll explain to right. you. Yeah. 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 So All it was right. nuts. Um it was uh it was amazing and uh we, we kind of spun that into cobbling together a business model around it or you know Which was. Which was back then it was licensing our stuff anywhere we could and kind of Um, bridging into, uh, Exclusive licensing deal. So this was pre-YouTube. So you could build a comedy brand, and then you could do an uh, exclusive licensing deal. So we had Yahoo as an exclusive mm-hmm. licensor, meaning they could distribute, and and we would on our site with and MSN as advertising. well. advertising. Yeah, or, or they would pay us big advances, right. and it was great. And then all of a sudden came YouTube, mm-hmm. and I, it was like the uh, tornado on the horizon. I mm-hmm. could just see this thing come. When I saw Chronicles and Narnia, I'm like, okay, now we're going to have to compete not only with anybody who can press an upload button... But basically the entire human history of comedy. I mean, right. everything from Buster, it, the people were ripping off. I mean, it was all unlicensed stuff. So it was, you know, we'll be competing with Buster Keaton to, uh, you know, Chronicles of Narnia. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we started uh, – Rethinking our business model at that point, but it was it was uh, great through about two thousand seven when YouTube I think was bought or two thousand six they were bought.
0: Yeah, but you were trying you were trying to to create it. I remember going there at another time and you were doing all kinds of creative, original content, right? Comedy content. Yeah, all so original. Who else was around then, Dick? I mean had, the
2: funnier die Funny or guys die were around. around. It was later. Yeah. I think they okay, came in 07 or yeah. late. Once YouTube proved that there was like a big audience for online video and it was right. like doable, I think right. funnier die came around. And but
0: comedy was the biggest.
2: Comedies, I mean we knew that from the beginning. It's it's social. I mean You're you very early to everything. You've known, yeah, ever, you've known know all these exactly. things from the beginning. Yeah, I know. We've been How early were you in crypto? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm early in only early in things that don't matter yeah, at all. Right. That don't generate ten billion <laughs> percent returns per year. That's when I'm early. Your yeah. superpowers. I'm early I'm, to all, all, all non-monetizing <laughs> market segments. But
0: you That's were going to try superpower. to make things for the portals. That was, everybody yeah, was doing well, that was, in LA. Because you're in Los Angeles, which is different. Yes,
2: yes. So we were in Los Angeles and it was, uh, I mean, the first wave was just insanity. It was, if you don't if you remember like den.net and pop.com, which was mm-hmm. Ron Howard's and, uh, Z dot com, and I we it was were in, all
0: these Hollywood. Yeah, people we were out in it.
2: Brooklyn at the time, and I, I flew out there on the summer of two thousand or two thousand one, and I remember I, I called my brother and I said. Hey, we've got, uh, I'm in this place. It's amazing. They're great snacks. The best looking people I've ever seen in my life. Uh, the fish tank's amazing. I have no idea what the fuck anybody is doing.
0: Here. Right, right. And Millions and, to know, be made and everyone's an idiot. Yeah, That's an old Joe it, Mankowitz. It,
2: so it, it, it all collapsed as predicted. And yeah. then we, we went through a bunch of things. We did toys. It we all sold. collapsed as Greg foresaw several yes. years <laughs> <laughs> earlier. Exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I have the staying power.
0: The snacks are delicious. If you
2: give me a bad market, <laughs> I'll actually just stay in it and stay in it until it becomes a— A good market. A, a good market. All right. Yeah.
0: So talk about your iterations. So you did all— you, you Oh, shifted. yeah. And then you had the, the dancing ones yeah, and so greeting cards. The greeting cards. Even the so Blue Mountain Arts people. Yeah.
2: So we—so again, talk about iteration. We, after they the sold dot-com out. crash, they sold out to and Excite a lot for of like money. $800 million. They
0: did. And you know, they called me and said, should we sell? And I'm like— Get cash. <laughs> yeah. Run.
2: Eight hundred million.
0: And then she's rich as heck. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. Um I'm still waiting for the present.
2: <laughs> you didn't you didn't get anything for I the did advice? Not. It was an excellent piece of advice. But we did yeah. um toys. Uh, I sold it. We had a popular cartoon called Nasty Santa. Uh-huh. And uh, when the dot-com crash <laughs> happened, I went into Spencer Gist. Do you know Spencer Gist? Yes, gifts? of course. I All those dirty yeah, those, boob like, gifts. Yeah, stupid. Yeah. I, I, I found gifts. there was like an open vendor Edible day, underwear. So anybody could show up and sell something True. in. So. <laughs> what in the, what are you talking about? Spencer
0: Gist had edible underwear. I bought it there yes. when I was a teenager. Yes. I just, thank So you. that
2: was, you know, that was our, our shelter from the storm in the dot-com crash. So right. we did that and we did we had a top selling Disney book where we sold uh, um, a children's book called Are you Grumpy Santa?" We did a book <laughs> we say. did a book with LL Cool J um, and then we did uh and then when YouTube was going to kill the licensing business for good we we raised money because we had this global brand literally that we were one of the earliest brands and I knew my business model was going to go poof and I needed some capital. So it took us six and a half years we raised our first round in 06. And uh, we are going to do branded entertainment on YouTube. The idea was we go help brands make funny stuff on YouTube. We spent six months with John Landis. You know, John mm-hmm, Landis, sure. Blues Brothers. Yeah. Um, you know. Um, all and kinds all, of. All, I mean, yeah. Trading Places and uh, Animal Anymore House. I mean, the, yeah. Yeah, 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 all yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah. And uh, we did a sketch comedy competition. I got Verizon to sponsor it. We were on The Tonight Show with John Landis, Verizon did this whole big thing. We made zero money. Mm-hmm. It took me like six, six months of my life. Yeah. Um, Went
1: back to nasty zero Santa. Money. <laughs> All
2: right. <laughs> well, I had just raised six and a half million dollars on the premise of helping brands do this. And I said, Oh my God, like I I felt terrible. It was it was the holidays and I was just in a panic. You felt like, bad
0: for Verizon.
2: No, never. I felt bad for my never my never investor. Felt bad for John John I, Landis I, and Verizon. Yeah, yeah, I felt bad for my <laughs> investor. I was uh, you know, we had sold this bill of yeah. goods. I was like, this is not gonna work. Yeah. And uh so we, I found in American Greetings 10K, they had an $80 million a year business selling subscription e-cards. Yeah. And that's where we said, okay, let's, let's go do this and make these things not suck. And right. so – Let's, let's also combine it with cool new technology, and that's when we did personalization. So you could actually right. combine the content and the tools, put your face in it, and then share it on Facebook. That and also you big... did,
0: like, the eggs one. Remember the fried? Oh, yeah, you remember yeah, I to, yeah, I sent that out. Great. I spent a lot of money on your service setting you, that, you, you, yeah, that it.
2: Yeah. It was, it, was,
0: it, was it was like a movie with the faces on the eggs, and yes. it was, like, cruel. It was yeah. like the eggs got killed. Yeah,
2: they got cracked into they frying, frying pan, and they're <laughs> screaming. And,
0: and, and then it said happy <laughs> birthday at the end of the cake.
2: Yeah, And So you felt bad about eating. You felt bad about that.
0: It was very sick. It's kind of a
2: dark side. Yeah, I do. Then you had Angry (laughs) Orange. Did you have Angry Orange? No, no, but we Frog had... That clever, was the same people. That was the same guy. We found that creator, and we right. brought him in, and we produced a whole series of things with him, and then he said, thank you very much. I'm going to television now, and... Uh, what
0: happened to Angry Orange?
2: Um, it was ah, a huge ah. success. <laughs> the Annoying Orange.
0: Yeah, The Annoying Orange, yeah.
2: right. D- uh, Dane, the creator, is a genius. It's a great yeah. show, and uh, I think it ran its course, though. I mean, yeah, how many episodes of a There's so many annoying oranges you could
0: Affable apple. So... It was good,
1: right? The first nickety-pair. The first yeah, nickety-pair.
0: <laughs> we this could go is, on. We
1: could go on, but probably bananas shouldn't. Bananas, bananas.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so, so you kept shifting business plans. So, yeah. You, yeah. So you went to the you greeting card to. business, yeah. right? So is that, get us to today. Get us so today. we
2: went, so, um, so with greeting cards, there were two things going on. One was we knew we could use a technology to let people create their own mm-hmm. personalized content. And that was really exciting. The second thing that was happening was distribution. So originally in the this land era, people would take a video and would email their entire address book of right. video. Um, <laughs>
0: look at this. Remember that? Yeah, that yeah. was
2: cool. And, uh. That stopped, so we were having trouble keeping the same virality up. And when I saw the Facebook, um, you know, Facebook newsfeed, I said, "This is the exact same thing." You're basically hitting 150 of your friends uh, with a piece of content, but they don't. There's no social obligation to respond. Like, mm-hmm. haha, that's funny. Uh, So we were really early on platforms. So we were one of the first builders on Facebook platform. We tied, because I could also access photos. That was the other thing I Mm -hmm. saw. Birthdays and photos. I could get your information, Mm -hmm. all your friends' birthdays, all your photos, your friends' photos, and we could like, Basically populate these personalized videos really easily. Right. So that that was distribution and business model subscription. So we've got well over a million paid subs today. So we built that business that
0: up, are buying
2: that are buying uh, access to the library of uh, of greeting cards.
0: Greeting cards that yeah. they send out on Facebook. And where's mm-hmm. most of the business?
2: Um, most of the business it all, it's all through Jib Jab.
0: Right uh, on Facebook though. The uh,
2: distribution to. happens anywhere. You can distribute it, but most of the distribution happens on Facebook still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: All right, we'll be we talking. About? The great thing
2: about sus-
1: those subscription businesses is they're hard to build, but once you build them, they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're these great, yeah. you know, these great subscription revenue streams.
2: Uh, as someone who was in the hit business for many, many years, there is nothing better than the subscription business. You can actually sleep at night and not worry <laughs> about what's, you know, how well your next piece of content's going to do. It's a beautiful so thing. So you
0: so. That's where it is now. So let's, let's yeah. talk about that. So as Facebook and others start to iterate, did you use Twitter? Did, did he give you any deals? Well, twi-
2: Twitter wasn't as visual. It didn't really line like, up with now. us as much. Until now, it's much right. more so. But back in, you know, the 07, 08, like um, it was not – it wasn't a place where we were really successful because mm-hmm. we were like all video and all all visual content. What about so. now? Um, now we don't see as much sharing through through Twitter either. And I think it's just like quicker consumption. Like we, we, our videos are still about a minute and a minute and a half. I remember when that was short form, right? Mm-hmm. So um, they're a little long for Twitter, but we, you were asking where we are now. So in about 2013 – it's always been about distribution, like what's the next distribution channel? So early on it was email. We were the first to kind of capitalize email right. for video. Then it was Facebook. We capitalized Facebook. And in about two thousand and thirteen, we started seeing um uh, what's the next big distribution channels around messaging? Mm-hmm. So we said let's mm-hmm. let's think about. You, we don't want to just throw e-cards on messengers the same way we didn't take political satire and throw it on Facebook. Like, mm-hmm. what's the right format for this channel? Mm-hmm. And so we created a new product called JibJab Messenger and uh, really around gifts, so personalized gifts, And that became uh, really popular. Zuckerberg used it. We launched it in 2014. In 2015, when Zuckerberg opened Messenger as a platform, he used uh, our product at F8 to make the announcement. And then when Apple... Uh, opened up iMessage as a platform in 2016. They use Jib Jab at the keynote in uh, at WWDC and that's to, to do gifts it as well. And, yeah, send gifts and personalized gifts. We've got new products coming as well that even open up the uh, the customization uh, opportunities even more. So, and
0: there's lots of those companies now. I just noticed down on my uh, uh, my phone. There's Bitmoji. There's a whole bunch. I don't even know. Send yeah, in, in iMessage. Tenor.
2: I don't even know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's another gift company like Giphy. Yeah. There are a ton of them. I think where we stand out is original content production, like mm-hmm. higher quality production values and, um, uh, and tools, personalization tools, like how do you make something like really unique? How do you help people stand out in their digital lives? So, I mean, mm-hmm. back when we were doing this land, it was, hey, I'm the first to find this. It was all about like early discovery and I'm mm-hmm. cool because I shared it. And then it became about like Elf Yourself We're doing Elf Yourself and people are sharing all these videos. Mm-hmm. And now I think it's uh, how do you create a tool that lets people create something really funny, really contextually relevant in their text message conversations really fast. Mm-hmm. That's what we're focused on now.
0: All right. When we get back, we're going to talk more about what is funny, what works, um, and, and where things are going. Um, we're here with Greg Spiridellis, and I'm with my co-host Dick Costello. I'm really co-pilot. En- co-pilot. We're really enjoying we're for this really, I think you're enjoying it too, aren't you? A
2: little bit. A little bit. All right. he, he's envious of the red
0: chair. <laughs> he's never getting one. All right. When we be back, we'll be talking more about jib jab and other things. Today's show is brought to you by Qualcomm. At Qualcomm, inventing comes first. When they connected the phone to the internet, Qualcomm's foundational inventions created the mobile revolution. And now, as Qualcomm leads the world to 5G, their inventions will enable new industries and the next great product the world can't live without. Qualcomm is inventing the tech the world loves. To learn more, visit qualcomm.com weinvent. We're here on Rico Decode. I'm with Greg Spiridello from Jib Jab. We've been talking about the growth of his company, Jib Jab, which started off. is it has had like 19 business plans at this point.
2: Uh, 19 different business different models. Pl- models. Yeah.
0: Okay, so tell us, talk about like what works in funny. Like what? How has funny changed? Because it used to it used to be like something you just stared at. Like they showed the other day the the video of the guy beating up the computer and putting. Putting the keyboard—I forget yeah. what that meme was called—but it was one of the early ones. Then it was ba- dancing baby. I'm trying to think of all the different ones. Well,
1: now we were even talking to uh, Sarah Cooper on last week's podcast about how some of the some of the sort of the YouTube sensations now it's much more like shock yeah. comedy and immediate immediate visual shock comedy. Yeah. Um,
0: like that stupid Logan Paul with one a
1: lot it. a lot less subtlety. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is that generational? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Is it technology based? Is it generational? Let's talk about
0: what has worked. Let's all talk
2: at once. That would be, be oh my
0: God, bossy person. This land worked really well. Why? And it was funny. It's
2: it's relevance. I think, mm -hmm. you know, the key thing for us has always been relevance. How do you make something that's relevant to the most amount of people at Mm -hmm. the same time? Like, so topical humor always works really, really well. Uh, When we did This Land, um, you know, you had a really long shelf life. You could launch, we knew this, this was by design, we could launch something in July for a presidential election that would be relevant through November. Which is astonishing. Which is astonishing, right? And uh, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, so
1: immediacy, I, you were just saying earlier, even immediacy is a lot more important now. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, Bannon was last Monday. Yeah, and a long
2: time ago. shithole yeah.
0: was Thursday. <laughs> and and right. what's
2: next? Yeah.
0: I, I don't know. He did something today. I'm yeah, sure gosh. while we're doing this. <laughs> um, but it is being governed by Trump and on Twitter, exactly, which is interesting. But so, so you could have have things, like you had one on Walmart, was it yours? Yeah, you had, we did, yeah, what was we did that Big called? Box
2: Mart. Big Box so Mart. So we did a, a piece, yeah, set to Oh Susanna, called it yeah. oh Big Box Mart. So yeah, it was Mart. all, what is yeah, that called,
0: spoof or what? It was
2: uh, satire, yeah, it was satire, and we did, uh, yeah, so we do, we would do things that were like culturally relevant. Back then we could do Big Box Mart, because it was kind of the idea was, hey, we're all like, you know, we all love like. Consuming and shopping and filling our houses with crap, and you know, and then all of a sudden our factory shuts down and we're working in the big box mart. It's not so cool anymore. So. Right. Do you
1: feel like now you've been at this long enough that you know what's going to work? Like when you before even something goes out, you kind of have a sense of oh, this is gonna this is gonna work, this is gonna move, or yeah, eh, let's try or something
0: it. that you no thought idea. was gonna move that should have moved.
2: Yeah, I think you have a sense for it. There, it. There's like degrees. So when we did this land, it was just myself and my brother, um, and and there was
0: no nothing else at the time. There, there wasn't was nothing
2: too much. else. Exactly. Right. So, it, you know, when that one, you're working on something for eight weeks, at some point, the grind kills the funny. And if you're still laughing at the end of a production cycle, yeah. you, you know you have to. I think something. that's comedy rule number seven. Yeah. The <laughs> grind <laughs> kills the funny. It kills the funny. <laughs> until you see it again, you're like, oh, okay, that, was, that must have been pretty good. But also with this land, one of the other reasons we started looking for new business models was back, that was July of 04. I would bet, I don't even I mean, proof on this, but if everyone who saw a video in July of 2004, I'll bet we had like 90 plus percent share of voice. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. that just doesn't happen anymore. Everything is like like three,
0: three, three networks. Yeah.
2: And so we're, you know, now we're in a world where everything is like so targeted, like the things my 11 year old son watches are things in a million years I would never watch. And Mm -hmm. the things that I watch and find funny are things that he won't. There are very few things that I think cross all um, ages and demos.
0: Was there something in the funny universe that really crossed over? This, I do remember this land. I remember, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it was definitely something I still recall. Is there, because of this, like, like literally you can get jokes on Twitter, you can get jokes on Facebook, you can get funny videos that go around really quickly or heartwarming videos or the the mom that wore the Chewbacca mask for, that went around and then it Yep. didn't. It was like <laughs> There were 14. some of the
1: Funnier die stuff yeah. went, got oh, yeah. went viral. Like, a, yeah. you know, Will a Drunk Landlord. Yeah, Drunk uh, Landlord, was, the first was one. The something one,
2: there yep. a Paris Hilton
0: one. Yeah. yeah. So what what happened, what do you think are some of the funnier ones that deserved or didn't deserve their fame?
2: Oh, I'm, you know, it's, it's hard to, I mean, the, the things that get spread okay. the most are the things that are funny. I mean, that's the thing about comedy. It's like super subjective. Like what I, what my Sun finds hilarious, like I don't even understand <laughs> like so so you know in terms of like what's funny if it's if it's driving viewership, it's funny to somebody. Mm-hmm. um I look at things now like I look at bad lip reading, mm-hmm. you know that format no. this is a format where they take like a Star Wars right. movie and then they um superimpose um like gobbledygook like dialogue on top of the, that looks like they're actually saying it mm-hmm. and um that's one of the things my son showed me that I thought was, like, really funny. And I look at that, I get super jealous. I'm like, that's a format you could just scale forever. Like, mm-hmm. you can do that to anything. Yeah. There's an Inauguration Day one. There's a Star Wars one. You can right. do that over and over and over again. I right. think that's the key. Sort of like auto-tune. Auto-tune, exactly. Like there, there are a couple of these formats where you see them and you're like, oh man, I wish I thought of that. Why don't you just do it? <laughs> What's that? Why don't you just it's, do it? We try. We try. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're 18 years in. We're still, we're still alive. Right, so, you right, know.
0: right. What has been your favorite thing that's not jib-jab, but it's something in comedy that you think has been perfect on the internet?
2: That's a really good question. I don't know if there's. I wouldn't point to one thing per se. I think they're just. There's just. I mean, so many different things. Like, but all like one-offs. You know, you see formats and you appreciate them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's not one thing. The
1: formats uh, even run out of steam. You know, they, they, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do totally. Quickly. Between two ferns is great, and then yes. after the, kind of the the tenth. these short form formats particularly after the t- after the sixth, you're kind of like oh, Zach is funny. These people are funny. I get, but I get it. we yeah. kind of the we're doing the same, it's Which, like an SNL scene totally. that goes on too long. You're like, okay, right. it was one joke, it was hilarious, let's wrap it up.
0: Right, yeah. right. It's the same thing they do with the Trump stuff. It's sort of like, okay, we're done with that, although yeah. you think you wouldn't yeah be.
2: Formats get tiring. Mm-hmm. You know, those, the, the one thing that's worked really well for us is the tools. So when we did This Land, we created something that was relevant to the entire human population for, like, a pretty good window of time. Mm-hmm. Coming out of that, we knew, like, we're good at what we do. We're not that good. Like, lightning in a bottle, like, you recognize it. And you say, <laughs> okay, give people tools to insert the relevance into the content themselves. So that that's where starring you and the ability to put yes. your faces in. It's super, you know, we create one template, and it's super funny to see Uncle Joe in it to about 10 people. Right. But you get enough of those groups of 10 people, Together, right. Sent you sent me can, one
0: doing disco with Walt Mossberg. It, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. It's it, funny, right? It Was Walmart. not funny in any no. way. Okay. Whatsoever. Sorry. It's a little creepy. Grimatic <laughs> <laughs> and slightly depressing. Because <laughs> I think you sorry. made him the lady and me the guy. I was in the I Tony Manero suit. Mm. That was funny. Okay. <laughs>
1: It I is try. true I that try. the like the benefit of the immediacy and personalization you get now limits the distribution of it yeah in, oh, in, totally. in many yeah. regards totally um and it's an interesting trade off that the that the new technology has caused to happen in 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 comedy um you don't. You don't get distribution on lots of things because it's funny to 15 people. Exactly. And anything beyond those 15 people is like, this, this why did you send me this stupid thing? Mm-hmm. I don't even know what, who these people are. Yeah, mm-hmm. For us as
2: a producer, though, it's awesome because we create one video and if we give people the tools to make it relevant to their small group of friends and right. they can, we can replicate that over lots of small groups of friends, it gives us basically hit scale without all the risk of like – being funny on like a mass scale. For well, mass is it even audience.
0: possible anymore? Is it you know is mass scale like I can't think I of don't, things I mean, that. So it.
1: you've you've finally reached the you saw immediacy and personalization coming, and you did the thing you saw coming that turns out to actually be a good business this time.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, and we built. I mean, we built a really big business around this stuff, and it's great. I mean, it's a uh, it lets us invest in in innovate in new in new formats. You've like gotten beyond
1: all. your previous superpower of being able to <laughs> being foresee early in the worst. Markets, the worst possible market that's going to emerge.
0: <laughs> so what where does that look going forward when you're thinking about comedy? Like, Because comedy is what drives either bile yeah. or comedy, essentially. It seems like the twin things that seem to be popular online. Yeah.
2: I think it, producing just video for consumption is a really tough business. Like, mm-hmm. That is a really tough business. Mostly they take
0: clips, like Jimmy Fallon. Yeah,
2: exactly. So you're competing. If you're an original content producer and you're distributing on digital, you've got to compete against the, you know, Jimmy Fallon and Colbert. I mean, people who have writing rooms filled with the best talent in the world. It's Mm -hmm. a really, really tough space to be. So for us, we think about... How do we empower people with our content as well as tools to be funny in their own lives? So it's not about like being mass funny; it's about like being micro funny, but doing it in a way that it like it can be replicated and hit scale.
0: What happens to mass funny?
2: I think you know mass funny is where where's the money? You know where's the money that can afford the investment? Um, so if you look at like you were saying like Jimmy Fallon or the or these great you know really super well produced video content that gets kind of repurposed and distributed online. Really hard to to compete against that if you're just looking at digital for your music. How do they
0: of, make money? Because I don't think they could either, correct? Is well,
2: they- I think they they repurpose. So this mm-hmm. is that's the challenge this is all gravy for those guys. Like they're right. producing it with the economics of television and then they kind of then they go kind of clean up. It's the tips. Although you know? some yeah. feel like
0: that will ruin the television part. You watch all the the choice bits. The and ne- then- yeah, the next day. Yeah. Because yeah. I can't remember the last time I turned on a
2: yeah, me neither. No, I same.
0: Yeah. SNL, same thing. I just yeah, watch, same thing. I just watch The Choice Bits.
2: What's the average age of a Tonight Show viewer nowadays? I, I My guess is... About, about six. Six. <laughs> about six. <laughs> six viewers or six, six years old? Six years old. Okay. Six
0: years old. But they do watch, it's interesting, I, you, we have kids similar ages. Yeah. Um, they do watch John Oliver. Yeah. And they do I, you know, I watch them very carefully. They don't not want to watch long things. They do watch a lot of stupid stuff. Like people, they were watching that Logan Paul for a minute. Yeah. Like, and then they decided he was stupid.
2: Which do they watch on television or do they watch the clips the next day? They
0: watch the clips. On, everything's on their phone.
2: Everything's the next day. Nothing's yeah. not on their Same phone. Thing, yeah. On their
0: t- On the TV is video games and maybe South
2: Park. And YouTube for me. It's like my television. No, they don't Women's. watch YouTube on TV. Oh, is that right? Yeah, it's all YouTube in my house. And Vine. They, they watch Vine on YouTube. Right. That's, that's what they do. All
0: right, we're going to get into that next because that's a Dick Costello special. We're here on Recode Decode with Greg Spiridellas from JubeJab and Dick Costello, creator of Vine. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to tell you about Too Embarrassed to Ask, my other podcast, which I host with Lauren Good from The Verge. Lucky you! What? Lucky, what, lucky you! What, have you on my? <laughs> yeah, you get to host with me. Gosh! Happy New Year! How to does it you? feel to be
1: the other podcast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every Friday, we listen. I'm PolyPodcaster, podcaster you know, whatever you call it <laughs> every Friday we answer all your questions about consumer tech Lauren who did we talk to so obviously you just heard a voice in the past <laughs> we talked to our
2: old it's friend like ghost Ina of,
0: Fried from Axios ghost of website Axius
2: Axios past. means worthy
1: by the way and Ina is indeed worthy mm-hmm. we talked to her about the chip vulnerability that you need to know about you really do Ina why are Spectre and Meltdown such a big deal
2: um, because they're basically
1: present on everything you use, your phone, your computer, all the chips designed in the last decade are basically vulnerable.
0: So we're going to hell in a handbasket, in other words, right?
1: Faster than we originally thought. <laughs>
0: of course. These issues are in within the hardware and software, and companies like Intel, Microsoft, Apple, Amazon are all involved.
1: Everything needs an update. Your computer, your phone, all the things
3: that you use are vulnerable to this.
0: All right. Well, it was a great show. We talked a lot about a lot of things and what you can do uh, to make sure you're less vulnerable, I guess. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Don't go to Cuddle Puddle parties. You <laughs> can't help say Puddle Puddle in every single episode. It was a great discussion, and we hope you go listen to it and not do Cuddle Puddles. You'll find Too Embarrassed to Ask on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's Too Embarrassed to Ask. See you there. We're here with Greg Spiridellis from JibJab and my co-host Dick Casso, the former CEO of Twitter. Who hey, you guys tried lots of comedy things, right?
1: Vine. And- yeah, so much of Vine was um, was comedy. One of the fascinating things about Vine was that the uh, specific of the format—the six-second video, the constraint of the six seconds—and then the fact that it both autoplayed and looped. You know, mm-hmm. it was really one of the first. I think, one of the first formats that just kept playing over and over right. and over again. Um, that facilitated all these um, uh, comedy innovations yeah. uh, on, on the platform that then other people used. Yes, they, borrow, <laughs> they borrowed. They <laughs>
0: borrow. Speaking of which. Um, no, but they really did. It was interesting because I remember, again, my kids looking at like, Things falling on people's heads was yes. a big thing, like or banging over and over two. again. Yeah. Or
1: they would they would execute the loop perfectly, so it started at the same place it finished, and uh, that and you be made But also also amazing
2: artistry on Vine, like amazing, people yeah. who did amazing stop motion right. visual Agreed. effects or came uh, other than say YouTube early on, which was like shock kind of content. Right. Just, there was some real amazing. Well, you made it longer, Vine.
0: right? You made it. From six
2: well, it was six. No, no. It was it was Vine was uh,
1: for most of the duration of the platform, if not the entire duration. Even after I left, I'm not quite sure. After I left, but was uh, was six seconds. Right. Uh, Instagram was initially. Uh, when they came out with video and doing the same way, looping and um, autoplay, et cetera, was 15 seconds. And then they, they expanded significantly from there.
0: Right, right. So but you had, the, again, the idea, and then was... Well, I
1: wouldn't say I had the idea. No, but Twitter. Greg saw it coming <laughs> before it happened, back when <laughs> the, it was worth it. The Vine guys built it, created it, and built and you it, buy and the we company. bought it. <laughs>
0: right, and then yeah. Facebook took it. Yeah, Something Speaking like that. of Facebook, Dick, why don't you ask... The inevitable oh, yeah, Facebook yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. question. Uh, uh, so they've just announced the. Um the changes they're going to make to the, make to the newsfeed. Talk about what well, you think the impact as someone who's been in the publishing space and creating your own content, and then providing tools for uh, content creators. You're in a perfect position to sort of talk Aaron about And
0: helping Facebook grow.
1: I think like most what do people, who, most independent you publishers. Ask, hold on, you asked me to ask the question. Oh, sorry. And then you finished it. I was
2: just getting to all the. All right, question go ahead. I'll just, I'll just keep quiet. I was quiet right up
0: now. the question. Uh, all right, go
1: ahead.
2: I, I think most independent publishers Any probably feel like people who lived in Hawaii this past weekend right now. Thank you for answering <laughs> my. <laughs> question, Greg. Yeah. Incoming ICBM. <laughs> just kidding. Right, yeah, like right, we have no idea right, what the impact on the uh, right, the newsfeed changes right. are going to be, and that's you know basically we all live in a Facebook world right now. I mean that is the vast majority of any publisher's distribution. We're all Hawaiians. We're <laughs> all Hawaii. We're all in solidarity. Um, Hawaii's strong. It's uh it's it's scary. Look, when you've got you know such a juggernaut delivering that much traffic, you just kind of hold your breath and hope. Um, so what do you, you, do know, you do, what past, do you do
1: if you're a if you're a publisher?
2: Well, well,
0: I especially think, in independent.
2: Even yeah, the big ones uh, yeah. Are having trouble. I think it's um, what you what you do is you just you wait and you see what the real impact of these changes are. Um, look, Facebook's been doing this since the day of the platform doping. The, the difference is, I think back in the early days, people would you know complain about Facebook changing the rules of the game. Back Did you
1: say at, since the day of the platform doping? <laughs> I thought
2: you said, the, day of the They do yeah, that's how they got wow. that's how they uh, yeah. that's yeah. how they first one that's what you said. Superhuman <laughs> success. There's a
0: Jeff Bezos
2: joke in there. Um, but go ahead. <laughs> So uh, it's you know, but they always change the platform to prevent gaming of distribution, right. and <laughs> so we were always fine because we were creating things Your that have organic, va- yeah, organic value, and um, which they say they value, which they say they value, and now we'll see what what do they what exactly do they mean by making it more personal? Um, look, are, you know, they're trying to make the newsfeed more personal. Um, if that means, uh, it could mean anything. We just don't know what the impact's going to be. I think what, what we're So that
1: could be right down the middle for you as an indi- as a publisher of tools for personalizing
2: it could be. Uh, creative he expression. Yeah.
0: Look, he looks nervous, I'll be honest. Do I him. look nervous? Yeah, I mean, but, I'd be
2: nervous. Yeah, I, I mean, the bottom line is years ago... Facebook killed organic distribution. You don't look nervous to me, by the way, okay, just to say. Well, it's, it's the red, it's the red chair. It's, it's, the, red chair. it's in the red chair. Well, you
0: don't know. Saying I don't know well, when you don't it's know. your business uh, seems like. Well, uh, no, no, well
2: who does, if, anyone, if anyone sits in this red chair and tells you they know what the impact of that right. change is going to be, is they're, just, right. they're full of shit. What did you do when you um, heard about it? Um,
0: I'd call pick them. my
2: kids up at the soccer game. You didn't and, call uh, Facebook
0: and say, No, nah, I didn't
2: fuck? call. Look, I mean, the bo- they don't care. I mean, they're, they're, they're no one cares. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> called <don't>, Facebook. The, <laughs> I'm going to call Facebook right now. <laughs> Give, <laughs> me mind. Give me Zuckerberg. Give me Zuckerberg on the phone. <laughs> Um the truth is for us years ago they killed organic distribution. Yeah. I mean this is nothing new. I mean yeah, orga- like our business of subscriptions like they clamped down on organic distribution and pushed us into the paid media space sure. years and years and years ago. And right. you know my biggest fear is that we're going to have a rush of uh, demand on the paid on paid media inventory and it's going to rise prices of customer acquisition mm-hmm. but I don't think it's going to be apocalyptic to us. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm someone like BuzzFeed, for mm-hmm. example, that scares me, and it's a real yeah. shame too, because you know I, Joan is like one of the most creative I mean he's an yeah. am, amazing format guy. I saw in his his memo they did fifty two million dollars of revenue from platforms, right. including Google, Facebook, Netflix Facebook. and Amazon, probably mostly Facebook. But when you think about the impact of BuzzFeed and the fact that their top line is only 50 million from mm-hmm. platforms. And now they're going to be pulled back even further. Like, where's the money to innovate? Like, how right. how does someone like Jonah, who's actually building an innovative publishing like Tasty, platform, like what happens yeah, to Tasty? Yeah, how do these? How do you survive? So, Thinking, what
0: happens to Instagram too? Yeah,
2: what happens? To is Instagram? Is that is that
0: applying to Instagram? Do you use Instagram a lot?
2: Uh, Insta- well, people publish out to Instagram, right. but there isn't there aren't links back to our right. product, so for virality, it's not that useful to us. Um, the marketing. interesting thing is, at what point does Facebook shoot itself in the foot by clamping back too much. Um,
0: well, it's interesting because they did press publishers to do videos and everything. I mean, I remember yeah. they like, Kara, do Facebook Live. I was like, no. yeah, And they're like, why? I said, because it's, it's a waste of my time. You're not going to give me any money and then you're going to screw me. Yeah. I said, so I'd rather just go to number three. <laughs> like, I don't see any. Yeah. And they That's were like, true. it's not of you know, course, to be, course like, they were like, Kara, you're so mean. I'm like, what? I like, it's, it's hard to be I was for AOL. Edge with new products yeah but know, AOL did the same thing at yeah. the time they were all the platforms chairman. right they do I mean, they want all, the money they want yeah. to be paid yeah. you have to end up paying them and then they there's some ponzi scheme happening and then
2: so the question is at what point do people who are investing capital in things that make these platforms better either stop or lose the ability to because there's just not the monetization so where do you back?
0: imagine going
2: well for us i think we're okay because We've had to build our economics around buying media. The only thing that's a challenge for us is if inventory gets a lot more expensive. Um, but uh, but there is no place else. I mean, there is no place else. Um,
0: Not Snapchat,
2: none? No. I mean, Snapchat's a walled garden. Facebook's become a walled garden. All these places. And I think there's a loss of innovation that's going to make those platforms less interesting places. And maybe opening up, um, maybe the opera competitive opportunity for other people to open up and start to kind of, uh, uh, Reinvigorate some of that innovation somewhere else. I Do know. you see
1: any new platforms emerging? Do you see any of these yeah. new services or platforms emerging on which you think oh, that's kind of nichey right now? But if it but if it grows, it could be it could be a big thing.
2: I think iMessage is a really mm-hmm. interesting platform, like to build because in China for us. that's how they, they use yeah all, it, all in Asia like messaging becomes the center of all mm-hmm. of your digital experience and the iMessage. Uh, platform is really, really good. Like you can build great products on the iMessage mm. platform. Consumers in the US aren't used to using... No, I just yell at my mm. kids on it. <laughs> yeah. They're not used to using these uh these tools, but I think I mean, the You mean they're not used to using them to develop things on Yeah. It's I feel like Look, well, they're not used to using them as platforms. Yeah, or they don't or, think
0: of them like Facebook. Yeah,
2: yeah, people don't. People think of it. I'm gonna, te- I'm gonna yell at my kids on my text message then I'm in and I'm out. Right. right. There's a whole net now. Apple just uh, updated it so the icons for platform yeah, apps I've been are using right it a there. More. Yeah, so I think people are gonna start using it more. Right. But that's that's the way it's always been. When we did this land in 04. We were always, you know, ahead not only in bad markets, but also mm-hmm. in distribution. Yeah. People would say to me in 04 in this land, the thing my brother and I heard more than anything was, you're never going to believe this. My dad emailed this to me. Oh. Like, unbelievable. My dad's on, right. on yeah. email. Like, right. this is some incredible thing. And, you know, f- a few years ago it was mom – Using emoji in text, mm-hmm. and I think these just it takes time for these consumer behaviors to set in. But iMessage is a great and product. And now it's and your mom role. sending you
1: nasty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your nasty Nashy, yeah. Sending me. By uh, the way, why do you have to? Why do you yell at your kids on iMessage? <laughs> what, what do call you do? Oh, 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 I see. Yeah. I thought you were specifically <laughs> saying on iMessage. No, you know, I've been sending. Hey, stop. Turn off the green regular text. Put iMessage on so I can yell at you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we're all on iPhones. But no, I uh, I use I'm using the mo- emojis, the bit emojis, yeah, and because I, I have an excellent bitmoji of myself yeah. and it drives my kids crazy and they're like mom you're so cool!" and then I send them 80 of them. Like, yeah exactly. But I want
2: to just sit there. But that, and- that's, what, that's what Evan Spiegel's done incredibly well in my opinion. He's like realized that like communication platforms oh, don't totally. have to be commoditized. Right. Like you can actually make communication platforms better with really great mm-hmm. content and what's amazing to me is no one else has like figured that he, out. Uh, that, you know no one else has tried. He is so innovative. I yeah. just I, I was telling, yeah. I
0: spent some time with him recently. It's such a I mean he can be a very difficult, you know, as they all can. But I have to say, every conversation with him I find fascinating because it's actually creative. Like, yeah. it, I know, and I, I think it's because he's in Los Angeles. I'm not sure what it is. Like, do you find that when you're?
2: I, I mean, I, I don't know him personally. No, but, but I
0: mean, in Los Angeles, An- uh, like, I, I don't know
2: if it's. It, um, I don't know. I don't have the point of reference for up right. here, but um, so I'm sure. Yeah, Los Angeles. I mean, you're around a much like- more creative community. But he just, you know, they, they've. He takes risks, and he's realized that communication isn't about utility at this point. It's about fun. How do you right. help people Which be fun always- and funny? Yeah, yeah, he's,
1: I mean, you know, I think he's a fantastic product thinker. He was the first person, and now it's sort of become um, um, common to hear this, but he was the first person I remember saying to me, um, he was talking about comments on in a, in a feed, like comments on Instagram mm-hmm. posts. And he he shook his head about it and said, people don't want to communicate around media. They want to communicate through media. And uh-huh. now, again, sort of, now, now five years later or whatever, it's kind of yes. an obvious statement. But I remember thinking at the time, oh, that's an important, ins- that's a super important insight.
2: Yeah. And, and you see, like, I mean, And other the reason platform-
1: Greg didn't see it was because it was highly high yeah, monetizable. Yeah, <laughs> like- no,
2: no, my problem was I saw all the content. I just didn't <laughs> think, how do I change, take this content and build a, a pl- communication platform? Yeah. By the time I realized that, it was too late. I, he was already here. I eerie, just feel, but,
0: I feel like Snapchat is, the correct play. Like I watch my kids use it and I find them to be very creative
2: on it. Like, and
0: it's very different than... And you see people
2: like you see companies without the creative DNA copy all the features. Like you can get a mask anywhere, like the lenses, you can get those anywhere now. But it's kind of missing the point. You can't follow, I think, when it comes to content, like in formats, like you have to get out ahead of it and you have to lead and you have to compete with Evan with great Except that, you know, he's in trouble
0: though. He's considered to be in trouble because what's interesting is that they, that's the story narrative around Snapchat and it's. And, and yet everybody copies him, which mm-hmm. is really interesting. Yeah. Like it's sort of, he feels like, what's that guy who made the car that everybody copied uh, back in the day? Ford? No, not Ford. No, <laughs> DeLorean. There was, like a, there was a whole DeLorean <laughs> or something like that. It's like, and yeah, now.
2: Everyone, yeah, the, the interesting thing is everyone copies the features, but no one's captured the magic that yeah. I think that, I think that when they, they released. I
0: think a p- that it's so hard to use. It's still, well, it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And I think um, I, I'd be surprised. You can't copy the tools and just kind of throw. A lot of people say oh, what, do you just get, like, hire some college kids to, like, make the content? No, like, no, this has got to be, this, right, you've got to right. lead with this. It can't, the, the tools should follow the content, not the other way around.
0: What about AR and VR? Are you moving into I love
2: that? A- I love AR. VR is kind of outside of our wheelhouse. I think that's right. more in the gaming um, space. I find it fascinating. But AR, I think, is really interesting. Uh, it's, you know, it turns the, every, the world around you into a canvas. So, so you could think comedy about. comedy in that. Yeah, comedy also, How? I think. um Surprising, funny things that you can do in any sort of environment. Yeah. Like if you if a, if, if you can uh, understand the context of a live camera, you mm-hmm. can actually um, I think create create lots of funny gags around stuff. Like, Not in long form, but yeah. just like things that pop that make you laugh. Yep. And, and you're on and you're on to the next.
1: Yeah, it know? does. It jibes with that. And immediacy and small narrow distribution um, that's becoming more and more popular and is straight down the middle for your platform, I think. Totally. And
0: such as what? Yeah, give me an example. I, I guess so. I, you just know, like you know,
1: having a video of your mom and dad driving and then having an AR of whatever whatever you know crazy thing is in the backseat of the car oh, or something. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. funny to seven people, but it's yeah. really funny to those right. seven people. Totally. And if you've got a tool set you, that enables you to do that, that's fantastic.
0: Do yeah. you remember that thing it was called traffic? Jam or something like that, where people would be sitting there talking, and then like a wall would fall on them, and like we go, oh. (laughs) You never saw that. That was no. early. That was a long time ago. Early I early.
1: feel like you had this website that was like the dark web for internet comedy <laughs> that
2: you got. You went on. No, the but it was funny. Like
0: you'd be like, "Hi, how you doing?" And then like a car would come up. It was AR-ish. It was yeah. AR-ish.
2: Well, they had in, when the iPhone first came out. They had those special effects. So you could like launch a missile yeah, on right, something. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah.
0: yeah, I like. I like. There's one you can still do
2: like populate, yeah, which yeah. I use a lot more. Meteorites like, fall on people. Right. That sort of thing.
0: What, what do you? What? where do you imagine people are going to be watching? This stuff? is it going to be glasses or like. Like where would people like we could sit there with glasses on and just laugh to ourselves. Like,
2: I, or, I think it's through the. I mean, for me, the foreseeable future is through the phone. I mean, like when you you're do, yeah, when you're doing the, the, this production. What do like, you think, Dick? Phone. Um, I you. think he's right. I think you're right. I think it's the phone. It's so,
1: it's so easy, um, especially with AR being w- really working well on the on the phone now. Um, it's so easy and ubiquitous. It's just easy to develop for, and it seems Nothing like it'll be that way for a while. Yeah, well, that was just for a while, for at least. For a while,
2: yeah. I think, like, glasses. Anything I've got to put it, take an effort into doing, unless I really want something, I'm not going to put on a pair of glasses or a big headset or anything. Right,
0: more than just sitting there and staring at your phone and possibly getting into a car accident.
2: <laughs> well, I didn't say while driving. <laughs> Dick <laughs> no, was, but, what well, was the one who said the backseat of the well, car. While
0: walking, it's really fascinating. Oh, yeah,
2: walking. Is, yeah, it's become
0: it's like good. an epidemic. Yeah. When I scream at people on you the do. street. I did one the other day.
2: It scared the shit out of me. Someone should just follow you with a camera and get, get video of you screaming at Look, people. This guy that almost would
0: got killed. <laughs> I was like, put your phone down! <laughs> like, they I'm getting real mean.
2: <laughs> That'd be good. So it's Facebook weird. Live, go take their yeah, money. Go do go. a show. That's yeah, a good that's show. Right. Carry yelling, yelling at people. It. That'd be well, great. we just he, follow you around all the time. yelling people who are about to get
1: hurt. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like For their own benefit. <laughs> it's true. I think I save the guy's life. I do. I feel like Is I'm a superhero. He,
1: like the Blue Mountain people, should be paying you fees. Yes.
0: It's Internet true. history so, littered so with phone, people. of. Kara. Any, any,
1: or else. Kara <laughs> Swisher's <in> <comments. laughs> <laughs> financial advisory and personal safety and services. <laughs> you know what? Full service. Well, yeah, I'll, both.
0: If it was you, you'd be happy. I right. saved your life, and you, you look at your be. phone You're a right. lot walking. I've noticed.
1: I do. I do. You do. It's and really I'm like, what are you looking I also at? I see anything. Well, I'm looking at my phone. And then you I do the thing with your anything, glasses, so, I know. like your it's old man. Well, it's because I am. I am old, so I can't. Literally, like, can see whether something is like uh, a circular shape or a square shape from
2: about three <laughs> inches away. So it's
1: not good.
0: All right. Anything else you see that happening? I don't
2: happening? know. I mean, look, spect- spectacles, next, but- spectacles was, uh, you know, was w- another example of creative, you know, genius. And who knows how that plays out? It's yeah. Like, I mean. Kids move- didn't want to wear
0: those. Yeah.
2: I mean, I don't know. I, f- I find it hard to imagine some sort of like. You know, actually, you have to figure out the fashion piece of it as well as the technology piece of it, like right. both really, really hard independently. Yeah. And that Venn diagram is yeah. probably nearly impossible.
0: It's got to be in your current glasses or something.
2: Yes, or optical implants. Yeah. I mean, that's. Optical you know. implants. I mean, the, the snap glasses
1: were, were whatever, don't even remember. They're called yeah. spectacles. Thank you. Uh, they were, at first, they were. You know you couldn't you couldn't, you couldn't get, get them, them. yeah um, the pop-up store in Manhattan was lines around and around. And another around, example around of
2: creative genius, like there's yeah. one in the Grand Canyon, yeah. you know there's yeah. one. I mean they did a great
1: job with now that. now they have a lot of um, but yeah, now they're <laughs> but specifically talking to the point about the intersection of fashion and technology kind of nailed that initially, um, but fashion is at the whim of you know it, it, is this going to be important in the moment? Um, mm-hmm. The only it, thing it was was with a was. shorter
2: shelf life than comedy is fashion <laughs> yeah, right right.
0: All right, so we're going to finish up talking about what you think, where comedy is going on. The, where does it go? Does it become more like Logan Paul and just shock jock kind of stuff, or does it get more nuanced? I think recently Twitter's been really funny, for example. I, I laugh and laugh and laugh at Twitter all day, and I think that's why I'm so addicted to it, because it's not so much the bile stuff, because I'm sick of that, like yeah. the yelling. It's the comedy based on it.
1: Yeah, yeah the political... Um, the political environment in which we find ourselves yeah. really lends itself to the comedians on Twitter. I right. mean, they are, but it's regular they are people in, too. Yeah, yeah, f- fair. That's that's true. It's just dumb. I mean, it's just so perfectly set up for it.
2: Right. I mean, I mean, I think that's that's where it goes, which is it's not about like one person producing lots and lots and lots and lots of comedy. It's giving everybody tools to help them be funny and then platforms raise to the top the things that one person might have had spark a spark of genius that raises to the top. And does it have
0: to be visual? Because I've noticed text is something I'm reading. Like there was one the other, like there was this argument over the shitty medium endless and the woman who created it. And this person, it was just a regular person, I think it was a regular person, said, you know, I think the real... Creator of the shitty media men list is shitty men in media, <laughs> it's like, so, yes. but also wise and funny, which is the way great comedy is. Yeah,
2: like text is great. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's a great format, super fast. And yeah. That's why Twitter's so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want Vine
1: back.
0: Yeah, come Do on, you? Dick. Well, yeah. Dom,
1: Dom says he's working on something like V2, so yeah, of Vine,
0: where it goes. So, something
1: he's, he's sort of teased on Twitter a few. Here's what's coming, and it's very sort of oh, V2-sounding. You've talked about const-
2: like this idea of constrained publishing. Don't like, look at me when you ask me a question. No, sorry, I wasn't
3: sorry. asking a question. <laughs> I was sorry, sorry.
2: I go a, ahead. I yeah. kind, ask of, kind ahead. of relapsed we no, um, We've always thought about like what we do is like a coloring book. Like You can't give someone a blank canvas yeah. and have them be funny, but you can right. give them a coloring book, and anyone can go so, in the lines. Right. Dick's talked about like this idea of constrained publishing. Ooh, you did could, you coin that term? Yeah, I think he did. I I don't know. Constrained. Let's I love say yes that. until someone factually disputes it. I
0: like that. It's got a little S&M too. It has got all kinds of things going. Constrained.
1: <laughs> no, I think that's true. Constrain I mean, uh oh, I'll get Phil to all name boy. drop here. Um I Mad had lips. the good benefit. I had the benefit to have a conversation with Sarah Silverman once about this, which she probably won't remember, and she said Um, this is back in the old 140 days, Mm -hmm. way before 280. Uh, She said, "Um, you know, if I write a joke on Twitter and it's like 145 characters and I'm like, ah, you know, damn it, Twitter. She didn't probably say damn it. Um, You know, and then she says, and then I figure out how to narrow it, shorten it to 140. It's way, it's better. It's like a funnier joke. It's better. It's like lighter. Um, And I think that's true. Constrained, published, which by the way, that's what was so great about Vine. You got six seconds, Here's what's going to happen. It's going to autoplay and it's going to loop. You have six seconds. And people dove into that constraint and. Built, you know, entirely new personalities and people you'd never heard of before, so, and I think so that's like an 280? amazing thing. Yeah.
0: Were you the one getting in the way of 280?
1: No, I, I love 280. I think it's great. Um, I uh, said when, it, when we were the first testing, and I would, my sense was, um, well, look, they wouldn't be testing this publicly if already with a, with a broader audience if they didn't already know it was it was uh, something that had a great experimental results. I think what actually I happened like there
0: 140 was 140 better. I got to tell you, I agree you with the constraint. I like,
1: I like 280, um, but but these constrained formats and these constrained platforms. Um, they enable and, in some ways, even foster um, sort of uh, new ways of thinking about things that are funny and new ways of thinking about creativity and comedy.
2: And they and they also make it more accessible to everyday people. Right. So like, fair where's comedy totally going? Fair. Like, you don't yeah, have to do be you? an Eddie Murphy or you know someone who's got like consistent genius that you can tell long form stories and keep people in stitches. You can use these tools and create. Maybe everyone's got one thing, one joke in them that mm-hmm. like they can, that can actually can now understand. they can. Actually for tell one that joke. second yeah and uh, and that's great that feels great you know all
0: right so I'm gonna put you on the spot to end who do you th- what do you think that you've seen lately or in the history that, that's just really you find to be genius
2: well I, I mentioned earlier I think like Bad lip reading right now is, like, the top of my mm-hmm. watch list. Just, mm-hmm. again, it's from my kids. It's mm-hmm. what, what I'm watching but my Bad kids Bad lip doing. reading. Bad lip reading. you can
0: see getting tired after a while. Right? You
2: can. But, yeah, I've, they've been around for a little while, and it still holds. And, they're, and the, again, that format is so genius. It can apply for to every single, like, subject matter from right. Donald Trump to, you know. The cat
0: memes, though, went away pretty fast, right? They did. That was there and then it wasn't. Let's bring them back. What do you think? I always like the cat memes.
1: Mine is um, a person, Julie Louise Mm Dreyfus. I don't think there's anybody that's got like better comic timing or delivery on the planet right now. I just think she's consistently, you know, show after show and um, um, year after year gets better and better and better.
2: And we go uh, offline. I I just watched the... uh, Dave Chappelle, um, oh, Netflix well, yeah, special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just blew me away. I mean, this, the, yeah, for an hour, he, I mean, or an hour and a half, he's just got these incredible narratives and he's just such an amazing storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um, I w- I was, and, and he's been out of the game for a decade yeah. and right. just came back yeah. and just nailed it. I gotta
0: say, I just was watching all the new Will and Graces. They're such fucking pros. They're oh. like just pros. It's, I know that's a four minute old, Type of comedy format like the sitcom, but it's like perfect when it's done well. You know, it's beautiful. Why are you laughing at me like that? I'm just
1: shaking my head at Will Grace. It's It's, no,
0: watch it again. Watch it again. I'm telling you, watch it again. You'll be surprised
1: when people pull
0: something off. Really, Lucille Ball is still funny to this day.
1: Totally agree. Lucille Ball, like master of master (laughs) of physical comedy. Right, right. Maybe one of the best. Just that some of the
0: comments, the way she says things. Fair. Mertz and Fred, they're still funny.
1: There are 18 people listening who know what we're
0: talking about. <laughs> well, watch this. Now 17. So One died. just passed away. <laughs> T- I think you're incorrect completely. Um, anyway, Greg, thank you. W- is there anything new coming up? You had Storybots. What's.?
2: The- uh, yeah, so we have uh, Storybots, is a kids' uh, kids business that we built, and um, it's uh, a digital platform. We Basically, Sesame Street for connected kids. And we have, uh, in addition to a whole digital property, we've got a Netflix original show. Uh, it was nominated for six Emmys this year, a BAFTA and a Peabody. Is it, it's a real show. It's
0: a show show.
2: Oh, it's a show show. Yeah, it's our first uh, television show that we've produced. We're in season two. It's got. Uh, special guests like Snoop Dogg and Ed Norton and Christine Applegate. So we're we're so producing, it's like a hip Sesame Street. It's yeah, it's like a really fun. Or, or the, what we saw was. DreamWorks and Pixar nailed creating uh, feature films for that parents really enjoyed as well. Mm-hmm. And if you had young kids and you were watching television, you wanted to bang your head against the wall. Right. So I saw this still opportunity. Still love the yep. Wiggles. Don't say. You that. do love the Wiggles. Okay. Who doesn't well. love the Wiggles? <laughs> Sample.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> I love the Wiggles. <laughs> what do you think of uh, Barney? Has
2: Barney? No, or, I man. never loved yeah. Barney. So anyway, liked, so, yeah, um, so we created a show around uh, making something that parents want to watch too. Oh, I like wow.
0: the Teletubbies. I liked all of it. I'll be honest with
1: you. I like the idea of Kara knowing about a dark website for random internet comedy that only <laughs> she sees. While she's watching the yeah, Teletubbies, yeah.
2: she's yeah. watching people hitting, getting hit by a wall.
0: I am a deeply funny person, to- <laughs> I just said that just so you. Yeah. Mean. Go ahead. I just gave no, you an opening. No, it's okay. All right.
2: All, I just
1: gave I you an opening. Go. I know right. you says, say, says, you know, <laughs> says all the very funny people. I am a
0: very funny person. <laughs> Known
1: to be funny. <laughs> I totally agree. Did, I you, did you
0: hear last week Laura Ingram like attacked me on Twitter? That I did see that. That was excellent. That was you got funny. Atta-
1: directly attacked by, I know. by Laura. <laughs> she was, speaking I of can,
0: explaining a yeah. joke, she was trying I to explain mean, a racist rant. And I'm like, if you have to explain the racist rant, it's not funny.
1: I love how they're, they're, they have a device that they, the, the sort of, a hard, hard right. Then the Cap. device they use is they capitalize every fifth word. Yeah, and that like makes their point. <laughs> I know what you said. More, it's like, well, I can't think of how to do this more articulately, so I'll do all caps every <laughs> fifth word, and that'll really sort of yeah, <laughs> make selective it
0: seem, capitalization. Yeah, yeah. it's the people, yeah, it's, yeah, not it's the, the country. Right. I was <laughs> like, whoa. Yeah.
1: Well, that's seems yeah. important.
0: I thought it was funny. I thought it was, it was. Fun no, it able. was.
1: That was a great exchange. I wanted, I, to, I wanted it to keep going. <laughs> I <laughs> thought about I should create another like not Dick Costello a Twitter account right now to interject, inject myself into that <laughs> conversation to keep Why it going. Why can't you inject? You could have
0: come to my rescue.
1: I know. i well, I was, Lord, it w- wouldn't, it would have ruined it. It would have um, been like one of those, once i get into it, they would have been like everyone would have left.
0: Yes, that's true. That's a fair point. Anyway, great. like most
1: parties I go to. <laughs> uh, Jesus, he's I here. a party
0: <laughs> you were out last week. You're right. I did. I was like, oh, See? it's Dick's here. It's yeah. Uh,
1: well, obviously, <laughs> this is I'm, oh God, it's the C list. <laughs> no. uh, no, time to go.
0: <laughs> no, it was the everyone was a man but me. Situation at CES. It was nice though. Oh, we're not supposed to talk about that party. Oops, it was off the record. Mm. Anyway, Rob Goldberg, it was a great party. Anyway, Xander <laughs> Lurie and Chamath. All right, Greg, it was great talking was to you. That was fun. Thank it was you. really thanks, thanks for coming the show. Thank we you. love Jib I've loved JibJab for years. You guys are really you just plug away. That's what Keep I like Keep running. About run forest run. Run, for run. Right. <laughs> Um, and thanks again to Dick for co-hosting with me. I have one more show left, I think. We can, we can book someone who's funny. Um, if you enjoyed the interview as much as, well, you're funny, Dick, uh, as we did, be sure to subscribe to the show. Be the first to listen to future episodes or catch up on previous episodes. You can find more than 175 past interviews in whatever app you use to listen to this are on our website, riconet slash podcast. If you have a minute, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other people find the show. Now that you're done with this, you should check out our other Recode Radio podcasts on Recode Media with Peter Kafka. you hear no-nonsense interviews with some of the smartest people in media entertainment. I also host Too Embarrassed to Ask along with Lauren Good of The Verge where we answer all of your questions about consumer tech. And on Recode Replay, you can find audio from all of Recode's live events including the Code Conference and the upcoming MSNBC show that I'm going to star in. Do you know I'm a TV star now?
1: It was bound to happen. I know.
0: Yeah. It should be comic, actually, in many ways. Anyway, that's going to be starting taping this Friday. Uh, I think this appears on Wednesday. So it's in two days. Is your
1: co-host John Hamm? Someone like that? (laughs) I
0: wish. I wish. And now John
1: Hamm and Kara Swisher.
0: (laughs) That would be such a good show. It'd be such a good show. I could have Rachel Maddow, but it's like one lesbian too many with short haircuts, right? Anyway. I love Rachel Maddow. She's great. Anyway, it'll coming out on Friday also. There's plenty of material, including some great episodes we've done with Dick, which have been really enjoyable. Uh, This has been another great episode of Recode Decode. Thanks to our editor, Joel Robbie and our producer, Eric Johnson. I'll be back here on Monday. Tune in then. Hi, this is Kara Swisher, executive editor of Recode. This year, I'm launching a new live event series with MSNBC and NBC News. The series will feature town hall-style conversations examining the impact of technology on the many aspects of the world today, including business, politics, science, health, climate, culture, education, and more. We'll have one-on-one interviews and other discussions with a range of thought leaders from corporate executives, entrepreneurs, and venture capitalists to journalists, government officials, and academics. These will air as specials on MSNBC with additional coverage and videos available on msnbc.com and nbcnews.com, as well as on Recode and The Verge. You can attend the first event live in San Francisco, California on January 19th at noon Pacific time. I'll be talking to Google CEO Sundar Pichai and YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki at the Yerba Buena Center for the Arts. For more information about how you can attend, just visit recode.net slash work. This special will air on MSNBC that night, January 19th, at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. So just one more time to learn about how you can attend the taping in San Francisco Live, visit recode.net slash work.
3: Hey, this is Peter Kafka, the host of Recode Media. You have been listening to this podcast, which means that you like listening to people talk about media and technology, which is very good news because we've got an entire conference all about just that topic. It's Code Media. It's coming up very soon. You should go. It's February 12th and 13th in Huntington Beach, California. It is a very, very nice place to be in February. Specifically, it's the Pasea Hotel and Spa there in Huntington Beach enough about the place. I want to tell you about what we're going to do there. We're going to talk to these smartest, most interesting people in media and technology. We, as Kara Swisher and I, we're going to talk to people like Oath CEO, Tim Armstrong, Susan Wojcicki, She's the CEO of YouTube, Kerry Trainer, He's the CEO of SoundCloud. I don't think he's spoken publicly anywhere yet. That's a good one. And HuffPost Editor-in-Chief Lydia Paul Green. If you want to learn more, you can go to recode.net, click on events, easy to find. Um, You can figure it out because you are smart because you listen to this podcast. That's Code Media Conference, February 12th and 13th in Huntington Beach, California. I will see you there.